I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love cottony. Cotton is a fluffy white protective substance found around the seeds of cotton plants. It can be strung into a thread and used to make soft, comfortable and warming clothes. Humans have been using cotton for this purpose since 5000 BC. Evidence has been found of cotton clothing in multiple different cradles of civilization, in the Middle East and also South America. Even older still is the other fluffy white thing people make clothes from, wool, shorn from sheep. Wool is especially good at keeping heat in or out. People have farmed sheep, probably for meat, since at least 10,000 years ago, and bred them for wool specifically since at least around 6,000 BC. Cotton and wool come together to make cottony. A pure grass-type Pokémon when it debuted in the 5th generation, Cottony has since been updated to be a grass and fairy type. It resembles a floating white ball of cotton, with two eyes peering out and a pair of green leaves curled like the ears of a sheep. Pokémon Moon tells us, Pillows and beds stuffed with cotton exhaled by Cottony are soft and puffy, light and airy, altogether top quality. Well, Pokemon Ultra Moon tells us, To protect itself, it shoots cotton from its body. When it gets wet in the rain, its cotton grows moist and heavy, and it can't move as well. Other Pokedex entries are less like describing a cotton plan, and describe sheep-like herding behavior. Pokemon Black 2 and White 2 say, Perhaps because they feel more at ease in a group, they stick to others they find. They end up looking like a cloud. The name, Cottony, is obviously derived from cotton, as is the Japanese name, Monmen, from the Japanese for cotton, Momen. Cottony floating through the air also resembles a dandelion seed blown away by a child. Seeds need to land eventually and grow into plants, and with a sunstone, Cottony can evolve into Whimsicott. With a wooden body and curled green vines like a ram's horns, its fluffy cotton coat completes a sheep aesthetic. Pokemon Moon tells us, This Pokemon appears riding upon the wind, but if the wind gusts up, it'll blow the cotton on this Pokemon's head clean off. In the anime, we have even seen that it can take its fluffy wool coat off and wash it. Wash. The coat shrinks to much smaller, like a big fluffy cat. Whimsicott is much smaller and more nimble than it might at first appear. Pokemon Black tells us, Like the wind, it can slip through any gap, no matter how small. It leaves balls of white fluff behind it. Cottony and Whimsicott didn't invent the idea of combining the wool of sheep with the cotton plant. Folklore around the world has myths of sheep born from plants, which probably existed to explain the existence of cotton. Different stories about the Jedua, the Boromets, or the Scythian Lamb were collated and collectively named the Vegetable Lamb of Tartary by Henry Lee in a book in 1887 of the same name. The stories he collects supposedly go back as far as the 11th century, and the similar Jewish legend of the Jedua can be traced back as far as 1,600 years ago. 
Welcome back to Does Andy Remember Gen 5 Pokemon? And if so, does he have any thoughts about, um... Cottony. Cottony is a big cotton. I don't know how to describe it more than that, really. It's just cotton, face, leaf. Blows yeah. in the wind, I assume. Looks the sort. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Whimsicott before, if that's the evolved form. It is indeed. No, that's a weird Pokemon, isn't it? That's a cotton plant. Is that what happens to cotton? It turns into a creepy thing? If anything, it's the other way around. It starts as a plant and turns into a little ball of cotton. Hmm. Unless it's, it has a cotton's not with. the seeds, is it? Um, I'm not what is like cotton that. for uh, the, the plant? Seed, the, the seed is cotton, yes. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. okay. They're a bit fluffy, aren't they? The um, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a seed and then a plant. I guess that does make sense. Good yeah. job, Pokemon. So if you've got a nice cotton top, if you plant it in your garden, you will have a nice cotton field later. Ah. Fact. Because Mercy has very, very um, curly hair, she has to dry it with... <laughs> Try to plant her <laughs> Yeah, no, she has to dry it with um, cotton t-shirts. Mm. And so when she's at my place, she's like... Has to. Just, I mean, just to confirm. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily... Yeah, no, yeah, true. she does. She does. If she wants to maintain her curls, she does, yeah. I, I mean, There's a very rigorous routine she has to go to to keep I her very tight I don't know curls. a lot about maintaining curls, but that does sound quite... Well, maybe you should not tell the Mexican lady how to maintain her curls, Mr. White Man. Um, <laughs> I'm not telling her how to maintain her curls. I'm just questioning if that's the only method that can be used. It's the best method. The best method? Ooh, uh, has this been tested? She heard Quite it from the hairdressers and that. To maintain curls. Is Put dry curly hair. Uh, 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 I'm looking at six curly hair care tips from dermatologists. We've got a control left t shirt. Nope. No control left cotton. I'm afraid that uh, AAD.org do not recommend using t shirts. Are, you, are they specifically talking about drying, though? Uh, they do talk about Here we go. Hair. That literally, just search best way dry curly hair. Not even have to click on a result. It's in the Google pullout bit. Yeah. The best hair drying methods include. Soft t-shirts instead of towels. Or microfiber towels. Yeah. Have you got a microfiber towel? Well, not Reed well, Richards. I don't have... I mean, I, I do, I do <laughs> I don't have, have unstable curly molecule curly towels. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point um, was... Number, no, number one is air dry. So, you know, how about that? Yeah, well, yeah, she would air dry, but she has to go to bed at some point. No, my point is, she, she needed a t-shirt to use at my place. And I found an old Harry Potter one that I'm obviously never going to wear again, so she dries her hair with that now. You're not worried that the evil's going to seep through to the hair? Um, if she had evil hair, she'd kind of be Bayonetta, so I'm okay with that. I don't think Bayonetta... Oh, actually, I was going to say, yeah, to be fair, after uh, What's-Her-Face came out as an evil woman as well. It's a dangerous world. The name Whimsicott combines cotton with whimsy, appropriate as this Pokemon behaves like a mischievous fairy tale creature. Pokemon White tells us, Riding whirlwinds they appear. These Pokemon sneak through gaps into houses and cause all sorts of mischief. 
The Japanese name is Elfoon, and the idea of a typhoon elf is much more threatening than a simple cotton sheep. Designer Atsuko Nishida joked that the Pokemon is inspired by Jinja's Khan, a Japanese dish of barbecued lamb with vegetables underneath, the fat from the lamb dripping down and cooking the vegetables. The dish is named after Genghis Khan, the Mongolian warlord, ostensibly because a lot of sheep is eaten in Mongolia. Interestingly, the Mongols did attempt to invade Japan in Japan's Kamakura period, and after the samurai warriors held them off for their initial attacks, their fleet was destroyed by a typhoon. This Wind of the Gods, or in Japanese, Kamikaze, had a profound impact on history. And this is, surprisingly, reflected in Whimsicott's history as a competitive Pokémon. With the ability Prankster, Whimsicott made clever use of moves like Leech Seed and Nature Power, even playing a part in the 2017 World Championship winning team. For a seemingly innocuous and cute little Pokémon, Cottony and Whimsicott are tied to a surprisingly broad range of historical and mythical inspirations. Thinking about it, I wouldn't mind wearing them on my clothes at all. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Cottony and Family were designed by Atsuko Nishida. Writing, producing and editing is by me, Luke Summerhays, while funding is provided by lovely listeners at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Next up are Petalil and Basculin, so if you have thoughts about those or any other monsters, hit me up with a DM or an email to lukelovespkmn at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, please rate and review wherever you're listening, or tell a friend. I'm taking a break from streaming for now, but you can hear much more of my voice on my other podcasts about films and games. There are links in the description. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Cottony, and remember, I love you too.